Welcome to another special episode of Daily Bread for Busy Moms during Hanukkah, Happy Festival of Lights. We're almost through the first book of Maccabees, the historical book. As we have said before, it's not scripture, but it is a very valuable piece of information of what happened during the Feast of Hanukkah and all the events surrounding it. It's a prophetic story that you can find in the book prophesied in the book of Daniel. It's a story that Yeshua knew very well. We're picking up in chapter 13 and reading also chapter 14. Shimon heard that Trypho had assembled a large army to invade the land of Judah and destroy it. And he saw that the people were trembling with fear. So he went up to Jerusalem And gathering the people together, he encouraged them, saying to them, You yourselves know what great things my brothers and I and the house of my father have done for the laws and the sanctuary. You know also the wars and the difficulties that my brothers and I have seen. By reason of this, all my brothers have perished for the sake of Israel, and I alone am left. And now... Far be it from me to spare my life in any time of distress, for I am not better than my brothers. But I will avenge my nation and the sanctuary and your wives and children, for all the nations have gathered together out of hatred to destroy us. The spirit of the people was rekindled when they heard these words, and they answered in a loud voice, You are our leader in place of Yehuda and your brother Yonatan. Fight our battles, and all that you say to us we will do. So he assembled all the warriors, and hurried to complete the walls of Jerusalem. And he fortified it on every side. He sent Yonatan, son of Avshalom, to Yafo, and with him a considerable army. He drove out its occupants, and remained there. Then Trypho left Ptolemais with a large army to invade the land of Judah and Yonatan was with him under guard. Shimon encamped in Adida, facing the plain. Trypho learned that Shimon had risen up in place of his brother Yonatan, and that he was about to join battle with him. So he sent envoys to him and said, It is for the money that your brother Yonatan owed the royal treasury, in connection with the offices he held, that we are detaining him. Send now one hundred talents of silver, and two of his sons as hostages, so that when released he will not revolt against us, and we will release him. Shimon knew that they were speaking deceitfully to him, but he sent to get the money and the sons, so that he would not arouse greater hostility among the people who might say, It was because Shimon did not send him the money and the sons that Yonatan perished. So he sent the sons and the hundred talents, but Trypho broke his word and did not release Yonatan. After this, Trypho came to invade the country and destroy it, and he circled around by way to Adora. But Shimon and his army kept marching along opposite him to every place he went. Now the men in the citadel kept sending envoys to Trypho, urging him to come to them by way of the wilderness and to send them food. So Trypho got all his cavalry ready to go. But that night a very heavy snow fell, and he did not go because of the snow. 
he marched off and went into the land of Gilad. When he approached Baskama, he killed Yonatan, and he was buried there. Then Trifo turned and went back to his own land. Shimon sent and took the bones of his brother Yonatan and buried him in Modin, the city of his fathers. All Israel bewailed him with great lamentation and mourned for him many days, and Shimon built a monument over the tomb of his father and his brothers. He made it high so that it might be seen, with polished stone at the front and back. He also erected seven pyramids opposite one another for his father and mother and four brothers. For the pyramids he devised an elaborate setting, erecting about them great columns, and on the columns he put suits of armor for a permanent memorial, and besides the suits of armor he carved ships so that they could be seen by all who sailed the sea. This is the tomb that he built in Modin. It remains to this day. Trypho dealt treacherously with the young king Antiochus. He killed him and became king in his place, putting on the crown of Asia, and he brought great calamity on the land. But Shimon built up the strongholds of Judea and walled them all around with high towers and great walls and gates and bolts, and he stored food in the strongholds. Shimon also chose emissaries and sent them to King Demetrius with a request to grant relief to the country, for all that Trypho did was to plunder. King Demetrius sent him a favorable reply to his request and wrote him a letter as follows. King Demetrius to Shimon, the high priest and friend of kings and to the elders and nation of the Jews. Greetings. We have received the gold crown and the palm branch that you sent, and we are ready to make general peace with you, and to write to our officials to grant you release from tribute. All the grants that we have made to you remain valid, and let the strongholds that you have built be your possession. We pardon any errors and offenses committed to this day, and cancel the crown tax that you owe, and whatever other tax has been collected in Jerusalem shall be collected no longer. And if any of you are qualified to be enrolled in our bodyguard, let them be enrolled, and let there be peace between us. In the 170th year, the yoke of the Gentiles was removed from Israel, and the people began to write in their documents and contracts, in the first year of Shimon the great high priest and commander and leader of the Jews. In those days Shimon encamped against Gazara and surrounded it with troops. He made a siege engine, brought it up to the city, and battered and captured one tower. The men in the siege engine leaped out into the city, and a great tumult arose in the city. The men in the city, with their wives and children, went up on the wall with their clothes torn, and they cried out with a loud voice, asking Shimon to make peace with them. They said, Do not treat us according to our wicked acts, but according to your mercy. So Shimon reached an agreement with them and stopped fighting against them. But he expelled from the city and cleansed the houses in which the idols were located, and then entered it with hymns and praise. He removed all uncleanness from it and settled in it those who observed the Torah. He also strengthened its fortifications and built in it a house for himself. 
Those who were in the citadel at Jerusalem were prevented from going in and out to buy and sell in the country. So they were very hungry, and many of them perished from famine. Then they cried to Shimon to make peace with them, and he did so. But he expelled them from there and cleansed the citadel from its pollutions. On the twenty-third day of the second month in the one hundred seventy-first year, the Jews entered it with praise and palm branches and with harps and cymbals and stringed instruments and with hymns and songs because a great enemy had been crushed and removed from Israel. Shimon decreed that every year they should celebrate this day with rejoicing. He strengthened the fortifications of the Temple Hill alongside the citadel, and he and his men lived there. Shimon saw that his son Yohanan had reached manhood, and so he made him commander of all the forces, and he lived at Gazara. In the 172nd year, King Demetrius assembled his forces and marched into Medea to obtain help, so that he could make war against Trypho. When King Arsacus of Persia and Media heard that Demetrius had invaded his territory, he sent one of his generals to take him alive. The general went and defeated the army of Demetrius and seized him and took him to Arsacus, who put him under guard. The land had rest all the days of Shimon. He sought the good of his nation. His rule was pleasing to them as was the honor shown him all his days. To crown all his honors he took Yafo for a harbor, and opened a way to the isles of the sea. He extended the borders of his nation, and gained full control of the country. He gathered a host of captives. He ruled over Gazara and Beitsur and the citadel, and removed its uncleanness from it. And there was none to oppose him. They tilled their land in peace, the ground gave its increase, and the trees of the plains their fruit. Old men sat in the streets, they all talked together of good things, and the youths put on splendid military attire. He supplied the towns with food, and furnished them with the means of defense, until his renown spread to the ends of the earth. He established peace in the land, and Israel rejoiced with great joy. All the people sat under their own vines and fig trees, and there was none to make them afraid. No one was left in the land to fight them, and the kings were crushed in those days. He gave help to all the humble among his people. He sought out the Torah and did away with all the renegades and outlaws. He made the sanctuary glorious and added to the vessels of the sanctuary. It was heard in Rome and as far away as Sparta that Jonathan had died, and they were deeply grieved. When they heard that his brother Shimon had become high priest in his stead, and that he was ruling over the country and the towns in it, they wrote to him on bronze tablets to renew with him the friendship and alliance that they had established with his brothers Yehuda and Jonathan. And these were read before the assembly in Jerusalem. This is a copy of the letter that the Spartans sent. The rulers and the city of the Spartans to the high priest Shimon and to the elders and the priests and the rest of the Jewish people, our brothers. Greetings. The envoys who were sent to our people have told us about your glory and honor, and we rejoiced at their coming. 
we have recorded what they said in our public decrees as follows. Numenius, son of Antiochus, and Antipater, son of Jason, envoys of the Jews, have come to us to renew their friendship with us. It has pleased our people to receive these men with honor and to put a copy of their words in the public archives, so that the people of the Spartans may have a record of them. And they have sent a copy of this to the high priest Shimon. After this, Shimon sent Nemenius to Rome with a large gold shield weighing 1,000 minas to confirm the alliance with the Romans. When the people heard these things, they said, How shall we thank Shimon and his sons? For he and his brothers and the house of his father have stood firm. They have fought and repulsed Israel's enemies and established its freedom. So they made a record on bronze tablets and put it on pillars on Mount Zion. This is a copy of what they wrote. On the 18th day of Elul, in the 172nd year, which is the third year of the great high priest Shimon, in Asaramel, in the great assembly of the priests and the people and the rulers of the nation and the elders of the country, the following was proclaimed to us. Since wars often occurred in the country, Shimon, son of Matityahu, a priest of the sons of Yoyarev, and his brothers exposed themselves to danger and resisted the enemies of their nation, in order that their sanctuary and the Torah might be preserved, and they brought great glory to their nation. Yonatan rallied the nation, became their high priest, and was gathered to his people. When their enemies decided to invade their country and lay hands on their sanctuary, then Shimon rose up and fought for his nation. He spent great sums of his own money. He armed the soldiers of this nation and paid them wages. He fortified the towns of Judea and Beit Sur on the borders of Judea, where formerly the arms of the enemy had been stored, and he placed there a garrison of Jews. He also fortified Yafo, which is by the sea, and Gazara, which is on the borders of Azotus, where the enemy formerly lived. He settled Jews there and provided in those towns whatever was necessary for their restoration. The people saw Shimon's faithfulness and the glory that he had resolved to win for his nation, and they made him their leader and high priest because he had done all these things and because of the justice and loyalty that he had maintained toward his nation. He sought in every way to exalt his people. In his days things prospered in his hands, so that the Gentiles were put out of the country, as were also those in the city of David in Jerusalem, who had built themselves a citadel from which they used to sally forth and defile the environs of the sanctuary, doing great damage to its purity. He settled Jews in it and fortified it for the safety of the country and of the city, and built the walls of Jerusalem higher. In view of these things, King Demetrius confirmed him in the high priesthood, made him one of his friends, and paid him high honors, for he had heard that the Jews were addressed by the Romans as friends and allies and brothers, and that the Romans had received the envoys of Shimon with honor. The Jews and their priests have resolved that Shimon should be their leader and high priest forever, until a trustworthy prophet should arise, and that he should be governor over them, and that he should take charge of the sanctuary, and appoint officials over its tasks, 
and over the country and the weapons and the strongholds, and that he should take charge of the sanctuary, and that he should be obeyed by all, and that all contracts in the country should be written in his name, and that he should be clothed in purple and wear gold. None of the people or priests shall be permitted to nullify any of these decisions, or to oppose what he says, or to convene an assembly in the country without his permission, or to be clothed in purple or put on a gold buckle. Whoever acts contrary to these decisions or rejects any of them shall be liable to punishment. All the people agreed to grant Shimon the right to act in accordance with these decisions. So Shimon accepted and agreed to be high priest, to be commander and ethnarch of the Jews and priests, and to be protector of them all. And they gave orders to inscribe this decree on bronze tablets, to put them up in a conspicuous place in the precincts of the sanctuary, and to deposit copies of them in the treasury, so that Shimon and his sons might have them.